Every single person on human earth. My name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Each week we talk about things like true crime. Um, how my how my arms are. Cryptozoology. <laughs> how my arms aren't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, true crime. You said true. Oh, <laughs> Urban <doing> legends. <laughs> and we talk about how every ghost and every skeleton on earth are friends and they're best friends. Anything spooky related. Mm-hmm, that's true. Even, like best friends. Like best friends and even arms. Uh, yeah. Well, every single week since we decided to record a very haunted show about how arms are weird... Lindsay and I will both research a topic or a few topics separately of one another. Lindsay will go to the arm factory and I will go to the leg store. And then we research, like I said, oopsie, and then we come back inside of our house and then we discuss what we've researched with each and every one of you and each other. And this week, I'm going to dedicate my portion of the show to healthcare workers. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's a real one. I will dedicate my portion of the show to all the people that are in retail right now, working them grocery stores. Yeah. Humongous, humongous props. I think that everyone needs a million dollar raise and you're all doing... We don't like to talk a lot about (laughs) this sort of thing, I guess, but I think it's real and it's kind of impossible not to talk about. So thank you to everyone for doing what you do and we wish that everyone was treating you better. Yeah. A lot. (laughs) Because people are crazy. Uh Uh-huh. They sure are. Well, hey, before we get into this week's episode, we have some very exciting news because we have a very exciting sponsor to tell each of you about. We do. And they have some really cool stuff. This week's episode and more than likely a whole bunch of other episodes, we have partnered up with Native Language Company, a clothing company out of Bloomington, Indiana. And they make some of the silliest loungers and coziest shorts I've ever seen. Yeah, they have like Sherpa shorts and joggers and sweaters. If you're going to be lounging, which we know you are, there's some pretty silly loungers. And Lindsay, I don't know if she meant to, but she did say yar like a pirate. (laughs) So if you're going to be, yeah, like now is the perfect opportunity to stock up on a bunch of fun new loungewear. And also like maybe you need to flex your drip in front of your fam or flex your drip in front of your pets. Yeah. You know? Yeah. How many, how many times do you flex your drip on the daily, Linz? In front of Molly? Yeah. Probably at least like five to six times a day. She knows who's boss. She Yeah, because all solely based on your drip. Right. My PJ drip. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to up your lounge PJ drip, or you can easily use these PJ drips and walk out of the house and still be dripping in sauce. I'm trying to be cool. Yeah. Go to nativelanguageclothing.com. Or find them on social media, on Instagram, Native Language Co. We've also added one of their things to our stories. I'm looking at a pair of orange shorts, purple shorts, velour shorts. They have a few joggers left. They have a hoodie left. And what's cool about them is that once they make a design or a print, they no longer make it. So everything is sort of a cool, loungy. Limited edition. Yeah, limited edition. Limited edition. Say it again, because that was really good. Uh, was it, though? Yes, yes, yes. Limited adription. <laughs> that doesn't work. I think it works great. But go over to their site. You can get 30% off if you use the discount code all lowercase spooky spouses. Mm-hmm. All one word. Again, that's Native Language Co. on Instagram or nativelanguageclothing.com. Go to their website, look at some loungers, stock up on some wonderful loungers. Lindsay and I will be ordering some very soon and use the coupon code SPOOKYSPOUSES, all one word, all lowercase, and get 30% off. 
Well, what did we talk about last week? Last week we talked about... The Glimmer Man. Yes. We also talked about... You talked about how there were 24 horses walking around. You talked about the guy who saw the gray cryptid running through the woods. Yeah. And he probably saw his butt. Yeah, just weird about the how that guy got busted because there were bugs on his rental car. Yeah, which is <laughs> intense. Uh, you talked about your love for plant life in general, <laughs> only having luck at carnivals, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, you know, just random stuff. Well, I think I am first this week. I'm pretty sure. I know you are. Okay, well, I'm going to go anyways. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Even though you said I was. Okay. <laughs> this week, I want to talk about, I mean... I've had this topic for a little while, and I feel like they're really scary now anyways. Well, because everything's scary now anyways. I think a lot of things now that weren't scary a few weeks ago are scary today. Yeah, and if I were to say my topic a while ago, you'd be like, That's not scary. But now you're like, oh, that is scary. But I'm going to talk about airports. Okay, yeah, this is a little scary these days. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not about a pandemic. It's about how they're haunted. You know, I would have never thought that an airport, well, I guess any place could be haunted, but I never really thought about airports being haunted. Yeah, it's not like my go-to thought when I think of haunted places. Yeah, like you're not going to turn on TV and like, this week we're investigating Chicago O'Hare. <laughs> <laughs> and then Although midway. that is a scary one. Yeah. Um, the first one that I have is the Daniel K in Honolulu. It's their international airport. Okay. It was opened in 1927, and it sees a lot of traffic because it's pretty much the only airport or international airport in Hawaii. Hawaii is really pretty. Also, really quick. Yeah. Hawaii is really pretty. <laughs> it is really pretty. <laughs> Never been there, but it looks great. It looks awesome. I mean, what if you go there, though, and it's not actually that? It's like how North Korea pretends that they're oh. like a community, but they're really not. So you go to Hawaii and it's actually all paved. It's just one yeah. big it's just one big parking lot and skate park. Yeah. Or something. Pave Paradise put up a parking lot. Bip, burp, 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 That's what that song is about. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> um they have a single ghost that wanders the premises. They just so they know for sure they only have one ghost. <laughs> yes, they know they only have one ghost. It's called the Lady in Waiting. She is a blonde woman in a white dress, and she's spotted all over the airport, including many of the gates. Okay. Um, she was, well, which is most of the airport are gates. You know what? If you're not at one of the gates, you're at a McDonald's or something really quick, <laughs> yeah. or you're in a bathroom. Um, she reportedly is a woman that took her own life after the man who promised to marry her left on a flight. Now that is sad. Yeah, so she's sad and now she's there and she haunts people. Um, she is reportedly seen, like I said, at the gates, all around the airport, but mostly um, she is reported to be on the Wiki Wiki shuttle. Okay. And they also refer to her as the choking ghost because she can cause sensation of someone sitting on your chest or choking you. Now that seems not great. Yeah. I wouldn't like that, I guess. They said that they see her around the airport um, and people have reported toilets flushing, but like aren't most of them automatic? <laughs> like I think yeah. that's just your explanation yeah. right there. Yeah, I like that. I think that's really funny. Like the automatic toilet flushed. Now, okay, how many automatic toilets? Say you were, you know, doing your business. Yeah. And you walked into the airport in, is it Honolulu? Yeah. You walked in there and you were in, you know, again, doing your business. Yeah. And how many automatic toilets would have to flush to make you go, okay, this has got to be a ghost? At I once? think if they like all flushed at the same time, like maybe five or more. Wow. So if there were four that flush at the same time, you go, it's obviously, they're obviously just doing a little bit of maintenance <laughs> yeah. or something. I mean, that toilet would have to suck my butt off. Okay. What did you say? <laughs> For me to believe that it's haunted. What did you say? I don't want to say it again. I'm going to move on. I'm no, going to move on. There's other said, haunted airports. I know. But really quick, you said that a toilet would have to suck your butt off. The next one I have is <laughs> Islamabad Airport in Pakistan. 
Okay. Um, this one recently opened in 2018. It started its construction in 2007, but it took so many years to build because of the ghosts. Oh, so the ghosts were getting in the people's way. Yeah, people claim to feel heavy energy at the airport and don't feel comfortable at the airport at night. Well, okay. Or I was going to say like... When do you feel comfortable in an airport? But I guess, yeah, at, yeah. at night, maybe you feel less comfortable. Okay. Just kicking it. The workers, when they were constructing the airport, they had shortness of breath. They had what felt like pressure on their chest and their lungs again. Mm -hmm. And it seemed like they were playing like tricks on them, like kind of shenanigans. They said <laughs> putting tools in different places. Um, knocking things down. I mean, a lot of this, I'm like, is it ghosts or just really bad construction crew? It could be that, but then that would be a good way out for, say, you hire a construction crew to do something for you and it starts falling apart. You'd be like, well, it's. I think it's haunted, actually. When we built it, we kind of felt like it was haunted. Yeah. Maybe they just didn't build it well. Or they just were like, it's haunted. It's going to take us years. Yeah, sorry. We're going to have to update the contract. <laughs> and it looks like it's going to take us whew, 15 years. But I guess a bunch of people on social media have recorded and made claims of the supernatural shenanigans, they call them. Um, <laughs> the biggest thing is that is caught on tape or reported is that security guards are reporting losing consciousness do to when they feel this ghostly presence. So they'll pass out? So they'll pass out. So they feel this really heavy pressure or something on their chest and they'll pass out. Whoa, that seems a lot. Yeah. That seems like a lot. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> like a lot. That seems a lot. Like a lot. Like a lot. The next one I have is in Bangalore, India. They, I guess this airport calls it the It Hub. Um, but this international airport is supposedly home to creatures of more ghoulish oh, ghosts. Oh, okay. Good. Um, there's claims that there's a lady in white again. Um, when is there not a lady in white? I don't know. I never wear white. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have, like, I have. Like on our wedding day, and I didn't even want to wear it then. Yeah. Like, I, I have two white shirts that I wear. No, you know what? I'm wrong. Three. But I rarely what, wearing wear... Wearing white is such a risk. Hey, you know what? It, it is, gets dirty. <laughs> it gets dirty fast, and it's a fashion risk. Like, don't get me wrong. I love a pair of white kicks. Yes. But I don't want any because they're just going to get demolished. Exactly. I see people wearing white kicks, and I say, good for you. But I could never pull it off, nor do I want to go through... The struggle, I think. I can't have that stressor in my life right now nope. to worry about my white kicks nope. getting dirty. Me either. Um, but yeah, there's a lady in white. Um, she appears on the runways a lot, which is a problem because pilots have multiple times panicked and called in someone being on the runway. Now, let me ask you this. What? You think that lady in white, you think it's actually a swan? Just a giant swan? A huge swan. Yeah, maybe like a five, five foot, five and a half foot <laughs> tall swan. No, because they say that they call her in to, their, to get the person off of the runway, these pilots, and they will vanish after they make the call. Well, if you look at a swan's face. Maybe say, it's a magic swan. Well, I was going to say, yeah, like a swan, because most swans are okay at disappearing. A lot of people don't know that, but I just looked it up on sciencewizard.gov. Yeah. And then also, if you look at a swan's face, it, swans really do resemble a, a human face with the beak and the <laughs> eyes mostly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next maybe. time you look at a swan, really look at it. All right. Okay. I'll check it out. Um, yeah, I don't know why they really play up the ghoulish ghosts in this airport because really all they do is talk about this lady in white. Um, she shows up at the baggage claim. She also appears in cargo buildings um, and scares employees. And yeah. she likes to show up in the parking garage, which, man, that sucks. That's the scariest one. That's yeah, for sure the scariest like, parking one. Parking garages are always creepy you would think okay someone came to you and said hi lens we're we're on a nickname basis right now i want you to redesign parking garages to make them less scary and just more inviting what <laughs> what are some ways you um, would do it maybe add some more windows so they're not so dark that's a great idea maybe some plants also so good. they're kind of inviting mm -hmm. um and there's oxygen in there because they all kind of smell the same. They all have the weird oily car smell. Yeah. 
Because it's a big garage. Yeah, just a giant garage. Um, maybe some cool kind of rugs, like how the airports <laughs> have cool ones, like how Portland has had a really cool pattern. I oh, mean, yeah. it still has a cool pattern, but had a real funky 80s pattern, like maybe some <laughs> cool rugs. I don't know. I think that's a good idea. I like the windows. The plants are great. You could even do like how certain hotels have certain rooms themed by certain artists or like places in the world. Oh, so floors would be like jungle mm-hmm. safari. It would be so much easier to remember where you parked. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm on the one floor that's like kind of gray and smells like oil. <laughs> huh. Is it that's one? That's a boring one. Exa- well, like, well, that's that's typically how it is nowadays. Right. But now it's like, oh, I'm on Jungle Floor. Yeah. Oh, I'm on Hulkamania Floor. I'm on Lover's Lane and it's very weird. It's really weird. And I'm pretty sure they hired people and pay people hourly just to make out by everyone's car. <laughs> and I don't <laughs> like it. It's really gross. Um, I'm on uh, Garfield Floor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm on I'm on Bobby Flay Floor. Ooh, and it smells like cool. burgers. It smells like burgers and there's people cooking off against each other all the time. Okay, Bangkok, Thailand Airport. Oh, yay! This one is actually considered one of the most heavily haunted spots in Thailand. That's cool and scary. It started operating in 2006, so that's pretty impressive that it's already jumped to one of the most haunted places. Is it impressive or is that scary and sad that it's gained this big of a reputation so fast well i'll tell you about it okay. <laughs> um <laughs> before this airport was built this place was known as cobra swamp pardon me <laughs> um yeah it was cobra swamp and it was an ancient burial site <laughs> okay well i need to so stop. how disrespectful is that because they're like you know what let's just put the airport right over all those dead bodies there's a big empty field over here. Do you guys think you want to maybe cover up Cobra Swamp? Yeah, just cover that up. Just, you know, that's an eyesore anyways, right? Cobra Swamp. Oh, boy. That's, um, a, that's what I'm going to start referring to a mosh pit as. So when they were constructing it, there were actually so many incidents and injuries and fatalities happening during construction. Hmm. Mm. Would you know? 99 Thai uh, Buddhist monks had to perform an elaborate exorcism. Whoa. So like an exorcism with, would you say 99? 99 Thai Buddhist monks. Imagine seeing that. Yeah. At the conclusion of the ceremony, they didn't know whether it worked or not. And then all of a sudden, (laughs) one of the owners of the airport got possessed. Oh, great. And they had to do a ceremony on him. um, And he kept saying that he was the garden of the cemetery. Holy smokes. You really, if there's a demon that can withstand the exorcism of 99 monks, I don't think you (laughs) want to- That's overwhelming. That's overwhelming. And I think that's a demon that you probably don't want to mess with. Yeah. It's a whole ancient burial ground. I didn't write how many people were buried there, but like- Probably a lot. I think it's safe to say that there is a lot there. And it's called Cobra Swamp. Yeah. They really missed an opportunity about calling that airport Cobra Swamp. Yeah. International. Yeah. Cobra Castle or something fun. (laughs) Okay. So this brings me to my final one. That is the conspiracy of the Denver airport. Okay. Back in the States. Have you ever heard about it? No, I know that it's in Colorado. Yeah. (laughs) They think that the Denver airport is managed by the Illuminati. Okay. So all of a sudden, I forget about Cobra Swamp temporarily. (laughs) Forget about the ghosts. We need to talk about real people. This is is very exciting. Um, So it's bombarded with a lot of conspiracy theories ever since it was constructed. It was built in the mid-1990s and... It has a lot of its own sinister mythology. Conspiracy theories um, point to an array of evidence suggesting that the airport is actually one of the headquarters for the secret rulers of the world. What? I mean, that's such a huge claim. Okay, so for instance, take the sheer uh, scale of the airport. Does it really need to be the size of Manhattan? Probably not. Probably not. But I mean, I feel like Denver is a big connecting airport, so maybe it does need to be pretty big. I mean, we've flown into Denver before, and yeah. we, but we were handed a commemorative triangle with an eyeball on top. <laughs> so maybe... And a robe. It was very odd. Yeah, and this guy spoke backwards Latin to us. Yeah. Because people think, well, conspiracy theorists think that this is a secret bunker for an underground complex. 
Okay. For the one world government to take over. Um, on this theory, theorists claim that the horse with the glowing red eyes that you can see in the entrance is evil. So they have a big yeah. um, blue Mustang that I I don't remember seeing it when we've been there. We've flown into Denver, I think, a couple times maybe. But there's this blue Mustang um, horse sculpture, and it has glowing, blazing red eyes. People call it the heck horse or Blucifer. <laughs> Lucifer. Because it's blue. I do like heck horse better. Well, they don't say heck, I but know. I said heck horse. You know what I would say, though? Uh, judging by just the whole way of the that the world works, if mm-hmm. there's a statue with glowing red eyes, I bet you it's not great. Yeah, well, people think that it's a sign of evil. There's a presence of gargoyles at the ble- the baggage claim. Uh, okay. Which other people consider that's a little odd and evil. And the designers of the building wanted the horse and the gargoyles to be the protectors, like in a church. Okay. Now, there was Freemasons that were working on this airport when it was built. So that's another theory, too, is people think that that's why Mm. it's the Illuminati. They also believe that the designer of the building put some hidden Nazi and satanic symbols on the walls. Holy moly. It's an airport. Yeah. (laughs) Can we we all relax for a minute? (laughs) (laughs) They... Well, they th- I guess there's some art on the walls that kind of look like either swastikas or satanic-looking symbols. Oh, my gosh. Um, you just have to look for them. When they were building it as well, they had mishaps of a bunch of missing money, delayed construction, and like I said, the Freemasons were involved, so people really thought that was creepy. The blue horse, or Blucifer, um, <laughs> also killed its own creator. Okay, uh, record scratch noise. What? <laughs> what did you say? So the artist that did it, Louis Huemez? Sure. Uh, yeah, he bled to death when a section of the sculpture fell and impaled him in his studio. Uh, hmm. So I guess they picked it up, cleaned it up, and put it back together and put it in the Denver airport. I wouldn't, I don't think, now, call me old-fashioned. Call mm-hmm. me conservative. Yeah, but conservative. But I, I wouldn't put a statue that murdered its creator yeah. in an airport. I just imagine those guys finding him and being like, oh, no. And then oh. being like, but it's still a really cool statue, though. The eyes are cool. Oh, now the eyes are glowing red? That's strange. <laughs> After it murdered its creator? I don't remember him having the red glowing eyes, but now it is? That's weird. I didn't really like the statue before, but now that it murdered its creator, I'm into it. Yeah, it's kind of kind of baller. <laughs> baller. <laughs> <laughs> so back to the artwork in the airport. Like I said, there's hidden little symbols all over the place. There are also murals in the airport, which I don't remember seeing either. But when you're a connecting flight, you don't pay attention. No. You're just looking for Cinnabon. That there are some art pieces in there which are terrifying soldiers with gas masks, uh. along with suspiciously cheery looking children from around the globe. Debunkers claim that the murals are simply works of protest art, which okay. is still weird, though. Like, why would, in an airport when yeah. people are traveling? Like, I don't want to see someone walking in a gas mask parading yeah. children around when I'm in the airport. I want to look at like a fake plant. Some conspiracy theories say this is a visual representation of in one world government. There is also, just when you think there can't be enough things in this uh-huh. airport, um, there is also a stone slab in the airport engraved with the Masonic symbol along with the world of the words New World Airport Commission. So yeah, this leads to all bunch of theories of the New World Order theory, which is basically kind of the government, Illuminati, media, whatever, taking over the whole world yeah. and just Great. all that stuff. <laughs> so, not so now only... if we ever fly into the Denver airport, I'm going to be looking for all this crazy stuff. Like, I need to see Blucifer. I... That wicked horse. I would be okay observing that wicked horse from afar. I would be fine not getting close to it. Well, we have to see that horse. I mean, where the spooky spouse is. Like, if that s- horse killed someone. We have Open up your phone. Yeah. Open up your camera. Do a little zoom in. Do a little zoom in on the horse. <laughs> stand far away. Because I don't necessarily want to be that close to a statue that murdered its creator. Yeah. That went, ah, oh, now I'm powerful. I'll murder, the, I'll murder the hand that built me. It's weird. I don't want that. It's so weird. Well? I didn't realize.
realize there was such a conspiracy with the Denver International Airport. I'd be okay avoiding that airport if if and when <laughs> we fly ever again. Yeah, but didn't we fly in and it was over the... Oh, that was Boulder. That was Boulder, yeah. We fly in and there, all the mountains are there and it's really beautiful. Just fly into Boulder. Yeah, go to Boulder. Forget about Denver. Yeah, at least for a little bit. They're doing something weird over there. I think they're doing a lot of stuff weird over there. Mm. Like uh, maybe satanic ritual or maybe, you know, what's honestly I think scarier than that Yeah, is just very, very, very powerful, high-ranking, secretive government officials mm. who built an airport as a temple of doom almost. Yeah. There was something, too, about the theories of that the actual way that the airport looks, the runways and stuff, look like a big swastika. Oh, great. But I don't think that it does. Okay, so I looked up a picture. I'll show it to you. I guess I could see how people could think that it kind of looks like a swastika. It kind of does. I Yeah, I, I would be interested in seeing the layout of other airport runways yeah that's what i thought or if like i didn't know i was looking for a swastika then maybe i wouldn't think that but now that i was looking for one yeah i could see it i could see it too if you're yeah i guess kind of influenced but then i yeah. think too like they're they're going north south east and west right so that's why i'm like are most airports just set up that way i think i don't know our I... airport's home of the illuminati <laughs> And now that could be a larger conspiracy. <laughs> All of them are Illuminati airports. But even when we have to go to an airport or we're leaving or we're doing or we're like connecting or whatever, I say that like we travel all the time. False. Mm. But I try to think about the airports as little as possible because I just want to get out of there. Right. And that's why I've never noticed anything in the Denver airport of all these things because yeah. I just never, I mean, we know Houston pretty well because we got stuck there for about five hours one time. Sure did. And we know O'Hare very well because you always get stuck there. Yes. And we ate a lot of popcorn at O'Hare one time. Yeah. Because we also got stuck there. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's Those are some haunted slash conspiracy airports. I really like it. Well, good. I yeah. hope you do. <laughs> yeah, those are really good. Well, let's do some haunted housekeeping, and then we can go outside while uh, the haunted housekeeping is playing. We can polish our horse statue, mm -hmm. and then we'll come back in. What is your horse name? Mine? Yeah. The one I built? Yeah. The one I built out of wood or metal? <laughs> the wooden. Let's start with the wooden one. Darius. The metal one? No. Yes. His name is Yes. Oh, the metal one's name? Yeah. Oh, Yarb. 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 Oh, okay. Just Yarb. Y-A-R-B. Cool. Just make sure you keep them in the backyard. Yeah, they're very far away. Okay. Underground. Okay. Okay. Well, we will see each and every one of you in the Haunted Housekeeping Zone in three, two, one. Welcome to the Haunted Housekeeping Zone, and guess what? We have a few things to tell you about, and they're secrets. Hee hee hee. And it's not how to clean your haunted bathroom. It's not. No, these are secrets. Again, these are. this is secret information. If you've made it this far, now you get a whole bunch of secrets. If you would like to find out more about our show, maybe check out some cool new merchandise that Lindsay designed, you can go over to SpookySpousesCast.com, do some scrolling, some looking around, and at the bottom of the page will be some merchandise, which is there for you. Or click the Scavengers Network logo, and it'll take you to all the other great shows on our network. You can get a long sleeve shirt, a short sleeve shirt, a blanket for yourself or your dog, and a coffee mug. And you can put whatever liquid you want inside of it. Or if you have a spooky question that you just like cannot survive if you don't ask us, you can call our spooky hotline. You can also text our spooky hotline. We just found this out because we are old and irrelevant. The phone number is 803-816-2667 or... The scarier number... 803 816 booze, which is what ghosts say. It's very scary. Say you have a question about you have a bunch of rats that you think are actually piloting your skin suit. Maybe you have too many trees in your yard like we do and they're scaring your dog. Or they're just scaring you. And maybe one of those trees you're almost convinced you've thought you've heard say, Hey, come here really quick. Maybe the soap in the shower has started communicating with you. Telepathically? <laughs> If so, you can call or text us and let us know about it. 803-816-2667. 
We would love to hear from you. We would. We'll give you mediocre advice and hopefully make it better. Yeah, hopefully. Also, if you like hearing us talk, which, you know, is not for everyone, you can (laughs) rate and review our show. You can tell a friend. You can tell an enemy. We love it. We do love it. And it means a lot to us. And we do this for free all the time. We sit in our house and just blabble and blabble. And it would mean a lot to us knowing that it means a lot to you. You can go to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Stonker, Crinkry, Blips, Blips Pod. You can go to the grocery store and just tell people how much you love us and then you know that counts as a review right yes that absolutely counts as a review but you have to record yourself talking to a stranger and telling them about our show or it doesn't count it does not count oh okay sorry that's okay (laughs) and as always we want to thank everybody for listening and sticking with us we're lucky to have all of you as our pod buds as our rat boat buddies or our spooky pals Stay spooky. I think the spooky house cleaning is clear. Ours is? Yeah. We're done? We're done. Okay, here's an ad for a podcast that we like. Enjoy. Welcome to Shelly Has Opinions, the podcast where the Chatfield sisters try and get their very shy sister Shelly's opinions on a variety of silly topics. We weigh the pros and cons and laugh along the way. And Shelly likes it. Right, Shelly? I just do my best to try and have an opinion on anything, but it's very hard. Look for new episodes every Tuesday on ShellyHasOpinions.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y HasOpinions.com. Join the Shelly gang. Goodbye. Goodbye. See ya. Welcome back, every person. I hope that maybe you spent some time thinking about how you would construct your haunted horse statue. Maybe you want to do metal. Maybe you want to do ceramic. Maybe you just want to make it out of bodies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. You know. You know what I didn't realize is that around here, there is a horse statue up at the ridges, the haunted place. There is. And it's made out of... Driftwood, right? Yeah, it's like a, it's models of drift or it's casts. Oh, so yeah. So I think it's some sort of a metal. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's a really creepy haunted horse statue. And there's one of those horse statues, the same one outside of the Portland airport. What's with the horses? I don't know. Ew. Blech. I guess people just like horses. Black. <laughs> okay, well, Lindsay, when we first started doing the Haunted Hotline a little bit ago, we got an update, or we, we got a phone call from Katie up in Canada. Yeah. About a little black thing, like a like an orb or a shape that zoomed right past her window. Yes. And you and I, you and I said, I, according to, well, we got an update from Katie. Okay. And her husband. And I guess we said, and I don't remember, that we said it was some sort of a fashionable mannequin or a haunted mannequin. Yeah, that seems about right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not helpful and not even mm-hmm. related to what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got an update Okay. from Katie and her husband. You ready? Yeah. Hey, Spooky Spouses, this is Katie. A while back, I called you about a shadow that may or may not have been a mannequin murderer. And uh, my husband, Jason, here has an update for you. Yeah, I didn't uh, necessarily buy into this mannequin theory. It was very amusing, but uh, about a week ago, I was up during the day by myself in the kitchen, and a big shadow swept over the window. This was no bird, all right? There were no clouds in the sky. It was far too high to just be some mail carrier going by. And did I go investigate? No. I enjoy living, but there's definitely something coming by our house during the day. Not a fan. Something untoward. Something untoward. Something that gave me the heebie-jeebies. All right. We just thought we'd give you an update. Thanks. Bye. Okay, so they're not 100% sure it's not a mannequin murderer. They they think it's not. Okay, but (laughs) so this is coming in the daytime. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the whole story. So... That's odd. So it's a shadow that's zooming by in the daytime. So it has to be pretty fast because it doesn't want to be seen, obviously. Mm-hmm. And they don't think it's a bird. Because this most recent sighting, there was it was daytime, yes, and there were no clouds. Yeah. 
I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, I'm... Maybe it's a horse. Pardon me? Maybe it's a horse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a really fast one, a ghost fast one. So if it's zooming past the window, we're assuming that they live on the ground floor. <laughs> well, if you live on the fourth floor, then... It's a very tall horse. It's a flying horse. Yeah, good okay. luck with that. Yeah. So zooming past, it could be yeah. a large horse, but I think that it... Okay, so they live in Canada. Yeah. And I don't think there are horses in Canada. At all. Yeah, Mounties all. don't ride horses nope. at all. No, nope. I, I think that they okay. all switch to those scooters. <laughs> Like those lime scooters or the bird ones yeah, or whatever Yeah, they have to keep putting money in <laughs> yeah. to patrol. Um, they just have a bag full of quarters. <laughs> or one of those little change belt thingies that like they used to use back in the old day where you click it and like quarters oh, come out. Those things are sweet. Yeah, cops love those. Um, <laughs> I don't know like what logically that could be. I guess I would have to like see it for myself. Well, what's another larger animal? Nothing. Yeah, wow. <laughs> What's another larger animal? Mm -mm, there's none. No. Then what? Any? No, there's not. Okay, okay what so, about this? Okay, what if I don't know any cryptids that do patrolling during the day? I don't think I do either. So good news is I don't think it's a cryptid. What if it's an elk or like a big, like a really big, but like kind of an angry deer sort of a thing? An angry elk? Could be an angry elk. New Angry Birds edition. Yeah, it's really clumsy and your elks don't really move that far because they're so heavy. Yeah. They have obviously have not updated the game mechanics uh, <laughs> to, <laughs> to account for the weight of the elk. Hmm. It could be an angry elk. It could be a really nasty moose, but those things are actually very scary. Yeah, they're but they're enormous. not, they wouldn't fly by, like you would see that. Maybe someone's through it. Through a moose past your window. Yeah, hello. And it just shot into the, to the abyss. Yeah, well, maybe, or maybe it just ducked behind a trash can or. It, it hid after it, it was thrown. Maybe it is a deer. And you're, uh, okay, I feel like my mannequin murder idea is better than that. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. If it's not a mannequin murderer, I don't know. <laughs> and if it's not someone throwing a large quadruped with antlers, then I don't know. Yeah. Maybe try to get... Well, I guess it's so fast, it's hard to get a video or a picture because it's like getting a picture of Bigfoot. Like You know, they have... Or maybe there's an app or something on your phone you can download. I, I don't really know. But like some sort of a motion triggered camera. Yeah. Maybe because I was going to say, oh, you can get like a trail cam or they have those like really inexpensive home security cameras that we used to have. Oh, yeah. But even then, like you still got to spend money on them. So let's do it the freeway. And maybe there's an app that can tr that your camera can be triggered by motion. You set it up there or set it somewhere or just walk outside and go, come and get me uh, and see and see. <laughs> I if that's safe. Go outside as loud as you can. Wear yeah. your most intimidating shirt. Maybe you got a tank top. Your can tin cans. Wear, yeah. Your tin can tank top. Just like the loud, like it makes a lot of noise. No, it's a tank top made of tin cans. So yeah, it makes a lot of noise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost like chain mail, but it's all tin cans. Yeah. Walk outside and rattle around. But then that that thing's not going to come out because you're being loud. Maybe it likes loud noises. We don't know what it <laughs> likes or what it dislikes. Put a note. How about this? In I order, don't know. in order to start finding out what this is, put a notebook outside with a pen or a pencil. And assuming that it can write. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now we're we we have taken a large step in assuming. Maybe put different kinds of foods out there too, like maybe a little bit of cheeses. Okay. So See then, if it likes cheese. So okay, but then, <laughs> even though <laughs> mine is a little bit more hard to do, because I was going to say you could write on there, write us your likes and dislikes at the top, and then maybe this thing will fill it out. Yeah. So then you could maybe kind of narrow it down. But if you just leave cheese outside of your window and it eats it. Then it could be anything that likes cheese. But then you could start leaving other foods outside and seeing what it is or what it isn't based on the foods it likes. Be like, okay, it likes cheese. It's definitely not. It does not mind dairy. Mm -hmm. Okay. But it still might be a vegetarian because it's not eating meat. But if it eats the cheese, we know it's not a vegan for sure. Then you leave other foods outside one by one and narrow it down what this thing is based on its diet. Or you could put the game Guess Who out there and instead of like Pam and Roger, like those little pictures, put pictures of what you think it is and see if every night like it puts one down. 
So if it has like mannequin murderer and it's not that and you guys don't think that that's but just put it in there and then the but, next morning you wake up and you see that one has been flipped down you're like aha <laughs> but maybe keep Pam in there because she's I always suspicious say, I was gonna say if you leave if you just like every single one in there <laughs> okay you put Mike every no, every single one it's like all these really nasty cryptids and like one's like <laughs> Some like I don't know some ghost of some terrible person or whatever, but you just leave Pam, and then you walk out there the next day, and it's the only one still left out of You're all like, the scary it's things. Pam. It's just Pam. It's Pam from Guess Who. She's about to get you. And maybe it. Maybe for some reason, also like Pam's eyebrows have been changed, and she's like, <laughs> like sneering a little bit. And you're like, oh great, it's a fast moving Pam. Lucifer, <laughs> Bigfoot, mannequin murder, Pam. <laughs> Bam. I just like oh. what is the scariest one, you know? Man, you know what also the game guess who? What a dumb game. It makes hey, you which just describe <laughs> your person. Hey, are you yeah, are you an older man with a mustache or are you an older <laughs> woman with yellow hair? I feel like it would be really hard today to play that game because a lot of people identify as who they are now. Yeah. So, like, you can't ask questions like, are you a man? Because, like, what if Pam, you know, goes as a man now? Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, what an outdated, that game did not hold up. We, it did not hold up. But, you know, for what the time. game. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's a dumb game. It's outdated. It makes no sense. Hey, which middle-aged person are you? I don't know. And then Darryl. by the picture, like, does your guy look like he might deliver the mail? Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know. Probably. Very judgy. What a judgy game. We need. Guess a, who sucks? Get, you know what? <laughs> Guess who sucks? I hate that game. We need an updated version of Guess Who with, like, maybe mystical creatures or i don't know like let's just make let's just we we need like wouldn't that be kind of fun like a cryptid guess who yeah that would be excellent so making a guess who but with cryptids i okay tm trademark trademarking this right now trademarking forever <laughs> if you and i somehow manage to do it i think that would be a very fun game yeah, to you make just buy guess who and take the pictures out and put your own pictures in oh see i was saying you and i can make money off of it and call like, it guess boo that's pretty good, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's it's pretty It's creepy, nice. like ghost. Now Molly's scared. Yeah, she's really scared. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't want that to happen. But hopefully that helps, maybe. Okay, so. It helped us. You two are our most sincere and closest Canadian friends. And your son. Put out Guess Who. Replace all the photos with photos of cryptids, but leave Pam in there. <laughs> and then see what happens. And if you don't have the game Guess Who... Maybe just draw a bunch of photos, f draw a photo, draw a bunch of pictures yeah. of cryptids, but then also maybe just do a Google image for Pam and draw her as best you can. Then set them all outside and say, leave the one that you are face up. Right. And then maybe that works. Maybe that'll work. Hopefully that'll help you guys. I think we did a really good job. We're going to figure this thing out. Yeah, we sure are. But either way, please keep us up to date on what the heck is going on outside yeah. your window. I really hope it's not. You know what I'll say? In this case, I hope it's a I hope it's a glimmer man and not Pam. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Well, yeah, I have to Google up Pam because I didn't. I don't remember if she went as Pam or Pamela. I thought it was Pam, and I think isn't Pam the one with the curly blonde hair and glasses? I believe so. There's also the one guy on there you always see on the cover. Man, there's so many Guess Who games with different characters. There's a Guess Who Stardew Valley. There's oh, the that Office. sounds great. There's Parks and Rec. I mean, I can't even like find the OG. There's a Seinfeld. I mean, there's so many. There's a Friends Pokemon. But I, but I think our idea of Cryptid Guess Who has already been taken. I mean. Once you start sort of dipping your toe in the Guess Who Stardew Valley game, I mean, it's only a matter of time before someone makes a Guess Who cryptid. I mean, the game in general is just already Guess Who. What? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so... So we just took out, I think, about seven minutes of the show while... Because I was trying to find Pam and Guess Who, and I couldn't find her. I think we either made up Pam, but we have the same vision... Of Pam 
We do. In our head. And we I have can't a shared find vision. Pam. We have a shared Pam vision. Man, this is getting creepier and creepier. So I don't think Pam exists, but I think we know the woman on the drawing who we're talking about. Yeah. Hey, hope, Anyways, hope this helps. Maria had the dumb hat. I don't know. Okay, That's all great. I remember. <laughs> great. Um, okay, continue. I have a very fun story for you. Okay. It's about a curse. A Pam. It's about, oh, let me read this. Cursed? Guess who? Played guess who? And all the faces turned to Pam, <laughs> which is very scary. Are you ready about this very cool curse I, I, I heard about? I yeah. read about? I really like this a lot. Okay. And I found this in the subreddit Skinwalkers, mm. which I just joined, and I'm very excited about yeah. it. It is by Reddit user I'm Giselle or Gazelle. Okay. Cursed? Question mark? Uh-oh. <laughs> Here's the story. So my friend worked at a school on the Navajo reservation back in 2006, and I just remembered a story she told me that may apply here. This story is short and sweet, and I love it so much. This is almost as good as, what was the one I told you a while ago? A story about, oh, how a cow, or how a sheep said, oh, good morning. Oh, yeah, on that farm. This is, this is in the same category as that. Okay. The story continues. She got a skin rash and went to the doctors. It was scabies. That nasty skin Ew, rash. Yeah. I know, yucky. That's hard to get rid of. She followed all the directions to get rid of them, but somehow couldn't. Okay. Okay. Then, one day she was in the bathroom and saw a small bug that looked like a crab. Ew. She killed it. Okay. The next day, her scabies were gone and never returned. She can't explain oh. it, but felt like maybe she had been cursed by a skinwalker, and when she killed the bug... She broke the curse. The crab bug. There was a miniature crab in her bathroom. Uh-huh. I think it was her bathroom. Yeah. Where was this at? Somewhere. She was working on a Navajo reservation. Okay. Killed the crab bug. Uh-huh. Scabies gone. Oh, okay. Right away. Yeah, you're... Yeah. And my favorite comment underneath just says, could really be anything. <laughs> Well, that's what I was gonna thinking. I was like, I don't know. I mean, rashes take a while. I, like I just said, you said scabies. I said hard to get rid of. Yeah, but I don't think if I like killed a spider, I'd be like, well, you know, all this this problems that I have is cleared up. That's what it was. You know what? I used to every time I'd walk past a barn, I would number one my pants. Yeah, but I killed. Um, a very large wasp, and then every time I walk past a barn now, I no longer number one my pants. Well, that's great. Mm -hmm. Speaking of insects, I told you this week, but a terrifying oh. thing happened to me. Yeah, tell this really, tell this scary story. This is a real story that happened in our house when we were on the whole social distancing train. Uh, yeah, so this is terrifying to me. I'm sure it'll be terrifying to other people, but... Molly, our dog, was sniffing something upstairs and she kept like sniffing and poking it around with her nose and I didn't know what it was. So I went up there and I thought it was a like opaque looking kind of larger bead. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, weird. You thought, who's making net? Who's making jewelry up who's here? Who's making friendship bracelets without me? Yeah, Molly. Molly. <laughs> so I took it away from her, and as I picked it up, a bunch of spiders crawled out of a tiny hole. Like not little baby spiders, like pretty long legs, like <laughs> pretty crawled long legs. out of the hole. I happened to keep my composure somehow and got it out the door, but it was so disgusting. I don't know. To me, the most alarming part of that story is because you and I have known each other for a very long time. Yes. We've lived together for a long time. We've been married for a long time. I don't know how you were able to not throw up on the spot and run outside the house and just lay in the grass. I don't grass. know either. I think maybe I had the courage of Pam. I don't know what happened. You might but... have been filled with Pam energy. Yeah. Oh, it was so disgusting. And like after I had chucked it out the door, which I had to go downstairs in our house, yes. open one door to our screened in porch and then open another door to get outside. That's a lot of that, yeah. That's a lot of security clearance to go through. Uh, yeah. I don't know how I kept that composure with these spiders hatching in my hand. 
I also don't know. And afterwards, I wanted to throw up. It was so disgusting. I would have. I don't know. Again, if I saw that, because typically in our house, I'm the one who's responsible for killing bugs. Yeah. I hate it, but I do it because I'm strong and courageous. Or at least getting them out of here. Exactly. I don't know. If I were to have seen a tiny spider bead with spiders but exploding from it. But I didn't know that's what it, it was. No, I know. But until if, It wasn't until I picked it up. Like, believe me, if I would have known what it was, I would have taken one of your shoes because that's usually yeah. the, yeah. the thing. I think there's been two times in bigger. the last week. Yeah. There, there, there's been two times in the last week or so that I've come home and be like, kill the spider with one of your shoes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't get them outside. I kill them. So... Yeah. I mean, to the spider-loving people, I freed a bunch of baby spiders outside. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. Wel- you're welcome, Eli. <laughs> <laughs> but, ew. Yeah. Ugh. Yucky. Gross. It was gross. And I'm proud of you for not barfing. Yeah. Hmm. Lindsay, do you want to take a little voicemail from our haunted hot, from our haunted hot madness? Yeah. Okay. If you would like to call... What I meant to call our haunted hotline or our spooky voicemail, you are more than welcome. You can even text it as well. The phone number is 803-816-2667. You can call us or text us about anything you want. Uh, And if you need some really, probably really awesome, really scholarly, smart advice, Mm -hmm. like how how to find out what's running past your window. You can. Right. Again, the phone number is 803-816-2667. Call whenever you want. Ready? I'm ready. Hi, Jordan and Lindsay. This is Julie from the Podville Podcast. And Julie has opinions. <laughs> Double podcast. <laughs> um, I have, uh, I need some advice. So I get really, really spooked when um, I watch anything scary. It's too, It's so bad that to the point of um, me not being able to handle like ads for spooky movies before YouTube videos. I have to like turn off the sound and look away because I get too spooked. Um, What can I do to be braver? What can I do to enjoy spookiness more? I would love your advice. Please help me. Love your show. Bye. I don't know. Show whatever is scaring you a picture of Pam and maybe you'll spook <laughs> that thing. No, I don't. I feel like I'm the same way, kind of. I get spooked pretty easily, but I guess I just like the thrill of it. But I don't know. What are some things that I'm trying to think like what I do to dampen the spookiness? Okay, realistically, though, oh. a big trick that I have when I watch spooky things is I try to explain what is happening in my head. And I guarantee you, when you try to explain what is happening, you won't be scared anymore. Give us an example. Okay, so name a spooky movie. That one straight to Netflix movie we watched with the Krampus in it where you shook your feet around because you got really scared. That one was just silly. Okay. Um, Like something legitimately scary. Okay, The Exorcist. Okay, so The Exorcist. Okay, so there is a girl that is possessed, and she barfs everywhere. She sure does. And she says really inappropriate, terrible things. And she also throws a priest out the window. That is true. Now, think of that situation. Like, find the humor in that situation. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Like, see, explaining it is like, oh, okay, that's silly. Having a bad day, probably. You seem like you're having a bad day. Yeah, so then it like doesn't make it as scary for me personally. I've done, here's my tiny piece of advice that's similar to yours. Mm-hmm. I used to get really scared of movies growing up. The first movie that I saw that really messed me up was It. I didn't want to go to the bathroom. Right, but you could even take that one and be like, oh, there's a clown that lives in a sewer. Exactly. Okay. But when I got older, I was I, I realized more and more, okay, it's all just play pretend. We're all just making uh-huh. believe. And then I think about that person who's in the scary makeup or the scary costume or whatever, sitting in the makeup chair and getting all the makeup done. It was also in Clue. Yeah, Tim Curry, also in Clue, <laughs> also in Congo. Um, but I, I try to think of it as like, 
I, I started to look at it practical effects and makeup. Yeah. As opposed to like it being real life. That kind of helped a little bit. But then I just, I don't know, I just got over it. Except for Event Horizon. That movie's actually scary. Yeah. I mean, if you do look the, at the filmography or like the art of the yes. movie, it does help like, I you know, for instance, okay, I think The Shining is still creepy, but I love the aesthetic 100%. so much. That it doesn't freak me out anymore because I'm like, oh, it's kind of Wes Anderson-y, but like still Kubrick, obviously. Mm -hmm. But it's just, it's neat. And it's, I love how, I mean, even the theories of like how the hotel's mapped out and like the angles and stuff, it doesn't scare you as much anymore. That's true. You could also do a thing where it's based on a reward system. So, (laughs) okay, you have perhaps a lockbox with a combination on it or a key because maybe that's less maintenance. And then you hide the key somewhere or maybe you give the key to your husband, Corbin, Mm -hmm. and you have to sit through an ad. And every time you sit through an ad, you will get the key to your lockbox. And inside the lockbox is maybe like a special candy treat. Or a surprise, <laughs> or maybe $5, you know, and then you can maybe after, so you you could set up your reward or your special surprise will get better and better and better exponentially the more scary stuff you can watch. If you sit through an entire movie and afterwards go, huh, not that scary, then maybe you get, I don't know, uh, a gr- like a cardboard cutout of Tim Curry or something like that. <laughs> I like where you're going with that. I still think that's kind of like, forcing you to be afraid yeah so what about if they make a game out of it what if you make bingo pre-make your bingo boards and like say you're gonna watch a new scary movie that's out and like one of your bingo square pieces say like someone explodes or like (laughs) a creature comes out of anywhere or you know it's the dad that did it (laughs) like make again pre-square bingos because then it's kind of fun that's actually a really good idea because okay so you've never seen it and you're like okay how many creatures are there gonna be yeah how is there gonna be is it gonna be gory every time they show gore you can dab your bingo spot like i think that would be kind of fun yeah you could make multiple bingo boards and then the first person to get you know whatever bringo or Mm -hmm. or scaro or whatever you want to call it gets a special surprise yeah you could even have a square that like if you got scared then you can dab that bingo a little bit of pee came out that could be one as well (laughs) and if you're scared of all movies then maybe all your squares will just be i got scared and then you'll win bingo and you'll be excited (laughs) oh the last one i need a small accidental turd here we go (laughs) well you never know some people get scared differently i got so scared my feet shook (laughs) that is true (laughs) (laughs) or like one square is krampus showed up again like out of nowhere on a really low budget movie and legitimately (laughs) scared my wife i think that would be fun so you don't know anything about the scary movie like i kind of want to play now so do i actually like spooky bingo yeah so you pre-make these cards and people get different cards you can just print them all out that's on your ms paint yeah (laughs) (laughs) and hand them out find some really cool clip art yeah and like that would be so fun that actually would that would be very fun if an alien shows up if you know whatever yeah that would be so fun there's a miniature alien piloting a skin suit again Bing, stamp bingo anytime a girl is killed which <laughs> okay. is always every movie <laughs> if someone wanders off alone stamp yeah this is a good idea i think yeah between guest booze and <laughs> spooky bingo yeah 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 this is fun you know okay springo spring springo <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, for some reason, the game is going to be called Springo. <laughs> Spooky bingo. Yeah, Springo is really good. Springo. We need to record in the morning more. This is good. This has been good. Yeah, coffee time. Yeah, coffee time. Coffee time. Oh, David Lynch. That's a little David Lynch for you. Cool. We like Twin Peaks. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if you've never seen Twin Peaks before and you're ready to strap in for that four year of a ride. Yeah make spooky bingo for that and that would be wacky like anytime something doesn't make sense for sure got like first 10 minutes if 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 there are literal a literal five minutes of uninterrupted silence stamp anytime there's a coffee reference stamp donut stack stamp (laughs) pie stamp when david lynch looks at the camera and gives a thumb up thumbs up and says coffee time (laughs) once awkward dance scene stamp (laughs) (laughs) loud footsteps (laughs) 
Oh Spam. man, I want to make spooky Twin Peaks and send it out. You mean Springo? Springo. <laughs> we could have Springo and then we could have different versions based on the movie and stuff. Yeah, like Sci-Fi Springo. Sci-Fi Springo. True Crime Springo. David Lynch Springo. Stephen King Springo. Wow. Yeah, Kubrick Springo. Yeah, I would be into that. Ooh, all the Kubrick movies. Yeah. So I think you and I could talk about Springo for a very long yeah, time. Yeah, I think we need to stop talking about Guess Who and Springo. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. We really like games today, I guess. <laughs> we haven't talked to anybody but each other. So this is kind of like mm -hmm. us talking to someone else. Yeah, it's really mm -hmm. nice. Thanks yeah. for listening, anyone ever. Well, we'd like to thank Eli Rexford Chambers. He is at Eli, who does music on social media. You can find him. You can try to play his trumpet thighs. <laughs> Maybe ask first because he might yeah. get mad at you. Um, he is the Raptor King. He's also the Spider King. He loves spiders. So find him on social media. Ask him a question. If you need a little tune written. Yes. Have him write you a little tune. Because he wrote our music. Yes, he did. Yeah, he, he doesn't just have trumpet thighs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I forgot to give him credit for our music because I think I just like him more for his trumpet thighs than his music talent. Yeah, he has great thighs. They're pretty good. They are. Mm -hmm. We would also like to thank our brand new cozy PJ pals over at Native Language Company. Again, you can check out their Instagram, Native Language Co., or you can go to nativelanguageclothing.com, check out all of their wonderful loungers, and they're going to be restocking sooner or later with a bunch of new prints and new designs, perfect for each and every individual lounger. We're going to be ordering some soon. We're excited. Enter the promo code SPOOKYSPOUSES, all lowercase, all one word, and get a whopping 30% off, which is awesome. And if you order some, please let us know. We'd also like to thank the Scavengers Network. We are part of a big podcasting family. You can find our podcast and many other great podcasts on the network if you go to scavengersnetwork.com. There's merchandise there. There's a Patreon. You can get bonus content. It's super fun. Check it out. You can also go directly to our website, spookyspousescast.com. And there's a bunch of new links in our show notes. Check them out if you want. Call our spooky hotline. I know a lot of people have a lot of time. Maybe you have a good idea for a spooky game we can create. And maybe we can make this like a virtual thing. And I think now more than, not more than ever, but especially right now, a lot of independent podcasts and independent creators could use at least just your support. So if you'd like to... Help us spread the word about our show and other shows that you like with some friends. Leave some reviews. Leave some ratings. Click subscribe. Do whatever you got to do because it's nice and we all need to be nice right now. Yeah, and we'd also like to thank all of our listeners out there and supporters. Um, thanks for listening and I hope you're staying healthy and safe. Yes, and I hope you've learned how to wash your hands properly and you're doing it more than usual. Well, until next Monday... We hope you all have a nice week and you f look up a Google image of the heck horse and you go, oh, yeah, for sure possessed. Um, also this week, I hope we get this train on Splingo. Springo. <laughs> Springo. <laughs> this is why I can't create anything because I forgot it already. I got it for you. Thank you. Springo. I hope everybody plays Springo. I want to play Springo. Send us pictures of your Springo boards. Yes, please. Well, we will see each and every one of you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Linz, what are your five favorite pieces of fruit really quick? Uh, strawberry. This is hard. Raspberry. Mm -hmm. mm, pineapple's pretty good. Is it your favorite or pretty good? It's pretty good. Okay. Do you want to leave that one out? <laughs> well, I like it, but it hurts my tummy. Okay. Do you want to leave that one in? Yeah. Okay. Um, Kiwi. Yeah. I don't know. Green or golden? Both. Okay. Does that count as one or two? Yeah, sure, that's fine. And then one more. <laughs> so you didn't answer my question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Does that count as one or two? Yeah, sure, fine, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's your last, what's your fifth fruit? So it didn't count as two. Um, hmm. 
Okay, what's your fifth one? <laughs> I'm done. One more fruit. I don't know any more fruit. That's all you know? <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to set up Blackberries. a bunch. Blackberries. Okay, so you knew one more fruit. I did. Okay. Mangoes. So six? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Hey, Eli, do you want to help me make an improvised fantasy adventure podcast? Hey, Ty, that sounds fun. Do we want to bring in all of our friends to play with us? Nope, just you. Okay, will I be on the whole time? Actually, no, you'll be on for three to six episodes, and then we'll bring on another guest. Okay, is one of us going to be the main character? Nope, you're all just going to be side characters in a larger story. Okay, but this podcast is going to be hard to find, right? Nope, just look up Side Character Quest on whatever podcast app you like, or just go to sidecharacterquest.com. Okay, but you promise not to kill my character, right? No promises. Uh, oh no. <laughs> Big well.